Hey everyone. I was trying to figure out how to describe the dark traumas, the furies as Shakespeare would call them. Whatever the event that refused your life, whatever the the energy because it's energy, right? And I'm I recall this great story. I mean, it's not a great story, but it's actually great in the context of how this medicine works. And it's a a seaman who's in a race, in a yacht race across the world. And all these people set out and they're all like, right, here we go. They're all pumped up to go and they and they set off. And they're all giving this is before all the advanced technology. They're giving the coordinates of where they are on, you know, in the middle of their race. And this one guy suddenly decides to stop bang in the middle of the Atlantic. Just boom. He wakes up one morning, it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't end well, but <laughs> I think it's, and you had to bring up some humor to all of this. Um, he wakes up and he's like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. I'm not doing this. For some reason, Whatever the few, and, and, and again, it might have been something wonderful, wonderful, but it's the same as if there's trauma. The furies are chasing you, right? The terror is chasing you. You may have it hidden. You may have it in ether. You may have it in another dimension. But there's this urgency, and there's like this desperation and this sort of hot coal experience. You're just jumping on hot coals. It was me. It was like, you know, make the king laugh or off with your head type of experience, right? Every day you had to come up with a good joke. <laughs> or you too would be added to the great unwashed waiting, you know, to be decapitated. That's what it's like when you're chased by terror. So this guy, in the middle of the race... He's like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. For whatever reason, That the furies disappeared or whatever his motivation was or it just it blew out of steam. Just no more steam. There's no more, no, no, more, no more coals or wood in the furnace. And so he starts lying about where he is on his coordinates. And at the time, they didn't have the technology. He starts, and he just stops in the middle of the ocean and just drifts. So, and was there for a while. I mean, it didn't end well for him, but let's just say the story is really perfect in this notion of you can't see what's motivating you. You can't see the trauma that makes you do what you do even though it's all wrong, even though the relationships don't work, even though the, the work sucks, nothing seems to be working out. You can't see in the dark. You can't see that. You can't see what's driving you. That's the thing about serious and severe trauma if you've wiped it out. When I say wiped out, you've refused it, you've covered it up, you've... Right? didn't like it didn't happen what where how no right the moment you go I'm going to deal with this now you may not know I have no I had no idea 
I just like, wait a minute. I just got kicked off a cliff. I've lost everything. I'm sitting in the midst of like nothing. I, I like somebody just crashed my whole life into a fucking wall. I must, there must be something wrong. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought I was doing everything perfectly. Oh, come on, you know. Afternoon tea and crumpets kind of thing, right? I'm doing everything that everybody else is doing. Sometimes these these energetic forces that surround us, and as a shaman once said to me, Maria, there are so many you know dark energies and witchcraft and shit around you. It's like, oh, fucking great that is, right? Once you face these energetic forces, and you start rummaging around, or not unnecessary, certainly for me, it's a medicine, and starts like bringing in a full Shea Stadium light to everything, to everything that you have refused. Well, that's when you stop making the jokes. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, you know, there's no making the king laugh because you realize the king is the demon, right? Is the trick. It's a nasty trick, a nasty trick. To refuse yourself the knowledge of the thing that terrifies you, of the thing that makes you get up every day and run out the door. The thing that came in and moved in when you were little and just, you know, shacked up in your kingdom. Bye-bye. Out you go. You belong to me now. So, the thing is, you have to go back. I mean, I just kept running and running and running and running and running until I ended up in the States. I just like, you know, chased by this unknown thing that lived within me. I've got to save it. I've got to make it good. I've got to make it successful. I've got to be successful. All the crazy. I mean, this is the best place to come if you want to have success, right? You will be king and I will be free. I wrote that, again, unconsciously. Once I've sorted you out, I just get to go have my life. Well, you know, well, who the fuck, you know, what does that mean? What the fuck? There's no, there's no making, there's no, there's no, okay, there's no completion here. There's no completion as far as if it's wrong from day one, it's wrong forever, right? It's like that first date. If it's crap the first date, I mean, you're not suddenly going to come home and start like in mixing ingredients for a chemistry that's going to make it work. It doesn't work. It can't work. But that's the thing about being traumatized in the dark. You can't see the origin of what's going on. Because the terror is ensuring that you stay in the dark, that you never face the growling behind the curtain. So <clears throat> the task is to stop. The task is to turn around. The task is to say, well, all right, can't get any worse than it is already. I'm just, 
you know, and, and it's not like, by the way, you don't know when you're going, you don't know that you're on a journey back, when you're on the journey back, something within you just becomes so unbearable, so wrong. I mean, I looked back on this sort of, the vast wreckage of a marriage and divorce and just thought, what the fuck? Where was I, right? What, well, how did this happen? Especially if you're really, really cooked and marinated in, in shit. And if there are big belief systems around those events. Like for me, it was like if I wasn't sent out to be sexually abused, if I didn't do this for them, we would die. We would starve, right? Oh, I'm the heroine. I mean, again, right? You're building beliefs in this sort of barely conscious place about people who are spirits in meat bags who have got not very nice intentions, right? But as a child and as this innocence, you're like, oh, fuck. If I don't, I have to numb this out because I need to save them. Because they're so fucking useless. You don't think that when you're a little bit later on, you go, oh, Jesus, fuck, right? Throughout all of this, there is no niceness or politeness. You have to be fierce. Shit is shit. Just face it, right? Evil is evil. Right? Rage, if you have to rage. Rage for eternity. But make sure that you expel all of this shit out of your system. Don't be afraid of your feelings. Of unsettling someone or... No. It's full on. For you to heal, you must expel. For you to expel, you must feel. If you survive a big traumatic event, your feelings are shut down, right? Shit is shit. The stench is the stench. Don't keep covering it up with a nice Michelin star sauce. It's still shit, right? That you ended up in shit, well, that's a whole other thing, right? That you got caught, stolen, dragged into the lair of evil. That might have another eternity of a understanding. Payback for some other horrible thing in another life. That's for another story, for another event. But first you have to get past the thing that's keeping you terrified. Or you wouldn't call it terror because no ego would admit to that. Low-grade anxiety. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh because behind the low-grade anxiety is like 10,000 demons going, Rah! Maria, you have low-grade anxiety. No, I didn't. I had 10 fucking thousand demons that were holding me fucking underground, which I needed dynamite to come and blow up. Right? Be fearlessly honest on this path, fearlessly. No matter what this medicine makes you feel, no matter what this medicine brings up, feel it all. You're just a little chip with a whole bunch of information. <laughs> and your energy, and that energy is stolen and used. For you to be used, 
For someone to take your life force, they have to hold you under threat. They have to put a gun against your head. And that gun is death. If you don't do what I tell you, you're going to die. Tell a child that. Let's see what it does, right? The child is going to grow itself into what the predator needs. It will stylize, it will sculpt itself into the needs of that predator so that it survives. It will abandon, you abandon any, like, abandon all hope, darling. It's like, boom, Dante's hell, fuck that. I'm at, you know, I ain't gonna get no garden. There's not gonna be no fucking party here, so fuck. You're dropped in the charnel grounds, on the burial grounds. You're dropped in the fucking war zone of darkness. I think my six years has been in hell, right? But you can't see it. It's just navigating everything. So when you start tearing down the veils in this medicine of where you really are, you know, it's quite shocking, really. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? But all of it is teaching. It sounds so like, oh, really, Maria, teaching? Yeah. To get yourself out, you have to see. When you see, you go, ah, okay. That's what exists that I cannot see. It's almost like these energies have no bodies, right? They're just energies. It's like gravity. Gravity doesn't have a body. It's just gravity, right? The same thing here. These energies don't have a physical, you know, you can't see them. I mean, obviously the, the guys that abused me and my own parent had one, but when they're, they're being expelled through you, they're just the energies, right? the energies of the and the imprinting of those people as a child right they're inside your system imprinted inside of your being perhaps they're dead and gone all those pedophiles and all those people but they're in their sister their 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 evil is imprinted their the hostage taking is imprinted inside your system and so now it's just energies that come out they may be dead or whatever but it's many years ago or they may be alive Hopefully they're all dying a very difficult death. But the imprinting of those energies are on you. You know, your parents screamed at you or made you feel bad or put you down or... That's all imprinted. It's like, poof, it's a coded. If you were to look under the, you know, ayahuasca microscope, not the one here in a regular lab, the medicine is showing you. Here, look, it's like an x-ray. These are all the energies imprinted inside of you that drowned you, that ensured that you wouldn't have a life. That's what owns you, right? You can't see the, you can't see the chains. You can't see it. If it's buried in your psyche and it's severe trauma and it happened as a child, it's just you can't see it. You can't see the moment your mother turned around and screamed at you and said, you fucking idiot, why why are you crying? 
oh yeah time you know the time no nothing changes with time it's all this is just one moment if you go into these ceremonies there's no past or future it's all happening now right there's no time so the imprinting it's like being you know stamped with these energies and they suffocate you and then you become their slave and then you run or you get on a boat or go and participate in a race around the world you do something because you're definitely on the run you can't escape them with addiction you just give them more you know they give them more to feed on but I get it. The addiction is I want to feel good. I want to feel loved. What do they say about heroin? It makes me feel like I'm loved and embraced. and It's a false parent, but I get it. I'm not surprised I'm not under a bridge either, actually. I didn't know how the fuck I survived. I suppose I, I believed somewhere that there was love. So I don't know. I have no idea. Because I totally starved. And that was actually, it was, you know, honor. Wow. You can live without love. Wow, look at you. Aren't you a fucking brilliant person? Aren't you strong? I'm going to send you in to be abused and you're going to come out. Don't cry. Look at you how strong you are, right? Trick after trick after trick. A child doesn't know, right? Your little boy, your little girl, they don't know on any of this shit. You're just like, huh? the war zone because it becomes your life zone right you're not leaving there and you're always creating it projecting it making it that's why people do the same thing over and over and over because the background radiation of these enormous early stampings right of this energetic zone is within us and we cannot see it we just keep adapting and shape-shifting and, you know, constantly trying to sort of fit in. But the trestle of shit is a, is a trestle of shit. It's, it's wrong. No matter how much you shape-shift, how, you know, how many times you trim the, the topiary, you're trimming the topiary because you're fucking terrified. You can't let that shape go because that shape is created by pure terror that you have no access to that owns you. And when you face it, it really comes out, right? It's like bats out of a cave. It's just like, one, two, three. How many fucking are there? Fuck. Right? And remember... That energetic imprinting when you're as a child is not one day, not two days. You're with these people for 18 years or whatever, 17, 14. In Spain, I would say 45. <laughs> people never leave their home. But like, I mean, that's solid. You're like caked in that shit. The longer you, they haven't changed. It's not like they're mean one day. 
people are already cooked when they're your parents. They're like they're they're doing their thing over and over. They're just you're just pulled into that energetic stream. Like you're thrown into that washing machine and you're in it, spinning and spinning and spinning. You never fucking leave. And even when you're thrown out or you leave, you're still living in the you know reverberations of that machine. Even when you're not in it. Because you're energetically cooked there. And what's interesting is only when you truly face it and you go through the dissolution and the... that you actually... It loses that syntax. So imagine it's like a song that's really strong, like that's the energetic vibration of your trauma. And then sudden, and so you can't hear or see anything else. You're just in it. And then suddenly, as you do the medicine, it goes. It loses its vibrational intensity. The more you dissolve, the more it dissolves. The more you're here, the more you go, oh my God, that woman's just like fucking insane or what the fuck am I doing? It's like the ice begins to melt, right? You're stuck in this frozen tundra when you're in terror. Boom, 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 right? And now it's like it gets more distant. Boom, right? As you are awoken out of this coma, as you face what it is, there's a silence. It's like, huh? You know, where's all the military? Where's all, where are all the mercenaries? Where is all the evil, right? You blossom as it is removed, dissolved. It's like the first shoot of a crocus through the ice, right? Oh. Now, I can't sit here in the the crown in glory and say, well, it's all gone, no. I still have other walls of darkness that don't, no doubt about that. They've been reduced significantly, right? But there's more I need to know. Perhaps why it happened. The darkness these walls of energy that you're in that live in resistance to life have information so when you're coming up to one in a ceremony you know the discomfort the sort of squirming the wriggling the oh my god i'm going to fucking die what the fuck is this i can't ha-. you know it's you're not even thinking it your whole body is like something is being cracked open If you're having a problem getting through that wall, is because it has information 
that will help you in your freedom, yeah? But to have get that information, you have to go through the discomfort of letting it go, right? And some of these walls are, you know, pretty tough. Because every time you let go, there is a death. A death of the old and the flood of new energy. Listen, it's not easy to die. Who the fuck wants to die? Unless, you know, you're suicidal or something. And even then, you know, you're coming back. So I don't, you know, kind of like not worth it. You're going to have to come back and relive it anyway. There's no, you don't get away from anything in this big cauldron, bubbling cauldron of stuff. Yeah. What lies on the other side of that wall that you're dismantling or you're trying to get through in your own self is more seeing, more understanding, more flow. My question is, is why would anybody want to stop the life force of another? Like... Why do I want to stop your life force? And my answer, most, and I don't know, would be, well, if I need to control you and use you to, you know, fuel my life, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have no interest in that whatsoever. Who gives a shit, right? Like, huh? But that's what you see in these medicines is like, and you see it in the world, right? Just what people do to control others, to lie to them, to whatever they do, they manipulate them. It's the same everywhere, the blinding of your own true nature. Look at empire. Empire cut us off from the sacred and gave it to the, into the hands of men with funny outfits who were the brokers to God, like... Oh, you want to talk to God? You've got to come to me and pay me. <laughs> and by the way, I'm going to give you a sermon and tell you how awful you are and what a sinner you are. So I'm in total control, right? Which is one of the great things about the medicine. It's like direct. You get, you know, 1-800-speak-to-God. You know, It's like direct access. Right? I think you could even text, right? It's all about control, right? If I have to terrify you, to own you, what am I owning? I suppose my your your loyalty. I get you to be part of my mission. I mean, the funny part is that no one wins here, right? We're all going to end up dead. So I don't know what to say. One of the things you realize in the medicine too is it's actually kind of, you have to look at the humor of this thing because it's really silly when you look at it. You go like, what was all that for? Why in the bigger scheme of things are people trying to control each other for resources because oh, I get to survive for the 80 years and you don't, you know, like I get to live in Malibu and you get to live in a shack. 
I, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. When, when you're completely stripped and you've been blown up several times in the medicine, it's just like, what the fuck? What a waste. Fucking waste. All of this is. This need for, I need to terrorize you, I need to own you, I need to control you, I need to put a gun against your head so you belong to my country. It's just fucking, it's ridiculous at this point, right? And when I look back, you know, my, I, the only thing I really wanted was I would have been quite happy to live in a little village with goats and sheep grow a few vegetables and be absolutely loved by my own fucking parents. That's really all I've ever wanted. Who needs to, like, have anything else? I mean, what's the point of, like, being at the top of a building in New York and running the world? I, I don't get it. When you're starved of love, and that's what you are when you're in the dark and you're traumatized... And I'm talking unconditional love, not like, oh, I get this and then, you know, we make contracts. And No, I'm talking about just the kind of love you get in a medicine, which is this divine love, right? And that's very sustaining. So, and again, no shade on anyone. Everybody has the right to want whatever they want. I'm just saying, in, your, in whatever your trauma is, there's a lack. There's something that's been taken for you to be caught in this web of darkness, something needs to be taken. And there's a threat. And the threat is usually death. In all circumstances, the threat is always death, right? I'm going to disappear and you're going to live. And actually what's interesting is when you go into these medicines, you realize, well, there really is no death. It's all one thing. They're all just transforming. I remember that story of that, um, I think it was a Zen meditator, you know, who was sitting there meditating, you know. And one of these big samurai warriors came in and said, you know, I'm going to kill you. And he goes, well, you're in hell. And he stops from killing him, right? It's like he makes him aware that killing the the monk doesn't get him anywhere, right? <clears throat> it doesn't end. You'll pay. I always say, like, you know, oh, look at this person, look what they did to me, I'm going to get them back. You know, don't worry. Karma, <laughs> the universe is very clever. Everyone pays. There's always karmic payback. It may not be today or tomorrow. It might be in another lifetime, but believe you me, the universe doesn't forget, right? It knows everything. So the whole, you know, as you, you recognize as these layers are being removed, the absurdity of so much stuff. And... As, you know, you return, you, you go back through, like, literally, it's almost like time. You're going back through these, 
you know, past these walls that have kept you, you've kept yourself, you know, because of terror and fear, and you face them and you go through, and, you know, they collapse and there's a big, and you just puke and it's like, you feel like death and, oh, okay, you think that's done. There's no fuck. There's a, it's like being, you know, it's like surfing, you know, it's like one wave and then another wave and then like, you know, and you're sort of pulled under and you're in that wave. You think, oh my God, if I can get out of this wave and the water is like, oh, and then you pop up, right? That's what it's like when you're facing these resistances. You have to keep letting go a piece of you, more another piece, another piece, another piece, to get the information that lies beyond that resistance. I mean, I don't know how much more information I'm sure there's like encyclopedias of information. I mean, the universe is full of information. If you talk to these shamans, they have so much knowledge that's been given to them through the plants, much more so than we have here. We're disconnected. This is empire. This is I control you and I help you, whatever, right? We're all going to live within the limitations of what the other ape knows. And there's no limitation. It's, it's apeless in the medicine. There's no apes around. It's all just pure energy and the information that's contained within this whole cauldron. Accessible. But you have to tear down these walls that you yourself carry, especially if there's trauma. And it's so funny because you think that the walls give you safety, but the walls are really your prison. They keep you limited within the confines of your trauma. And there's a wonderful saying, right? In early Buddhist, there's, if you need to cross a river, you, you, you get a boat. But once you've crossed the river, you give the boat up. You don't keep carrying the boat. Like, why would you carry it? In the end, you're just dissolving and dissolving and dissolving, right? Until, especially if there's trauma, you're dissolving the enemy within, right? Or the invader. The power, the, the energetic terror that they hold over you, which keeps you in trauma. And there is a teaching. I think as you dissolve, you get to see the crazy of it, the futility, the fact that, you know, human beings just meet bags with like spirits in them. You get to be very clear about the environment around you. You're not like waking up to like, make that next joke for the king unless they, you know, he slits your head off, right? I don't need to make any more jokes. I don't need to jump up and down on hot coals. There's something also unknown about not, not being in that. Right? It's like, wow. That background radiation of terror, that constant threat that was like, Low life, was it low anxiety, whatever? Low level anxiety is gone. So nothing outside of you is changing, right? 
you're transforming, you're metamorphosizing. And so everything around you is different because you at the center of it are dying, are dissolving. All these, I think about like leeches, just like, right? They're just like, like imagine yourself covered in leeches that are eating out your energy and holding you hostage. Now they've gone, it's like, oh, okay. This is weird. <laughs> where, where is everybody? <laughs> Why? <clears throat> you begin to emerge. Because the person you built in relationship to the trauma, and the trauma involves a person or an event, whatever that thing is, that thing was very alive and very fueled and very electrified when you didn't know the truth of the trauma. It's very alive. The threat is very real. But in this medicine, when it's seen, when you pierce, you, you dynamite down those walls and you puke and you shit and whatever else you do in ceremony, once it's seen and the, the information is given, it can't hold any power. It loses its power. So... The thing, the person you built dies, the predator is exposed, their power dies. The whole solidity of that prison begins to implode. You step out of the... You step out of that field of that ice that's melted... You lose all connection with that. You're no longer plugged into it. And here's my suspicion. I don't know. This is merely speculation. I haven't gotten there at all. I suspect that once you tear down the energies of your trauma, that then you will begin to understand that more information will be given to you about the workings of the universe. Once you're in the flow of the universe, once you're, um, yeah, that's my suspicion, that <clears throat> if you have trauma that's refusing your life force, that has paralyzed you or shut you down. So number one, it's a way of... Um, controlling you so that you submit to some agenda whatever that is right and I'm talking on a on a on a tiny scale on like a one-on-one -on -one human being right I'm not talking about right it's about your individual power in an in in a setting that's intimate in which you've been trapped because of trauma because of you know parental shit so I think once you've gone through the dissolution of the energy that keeps you trapped, my suspicion, because every time you meet 
or you face or you collapse a resistance that lives within you, there's information that's given. It releases information. And so every time you come up against a resistance, you're going to be given information, right? It's holding back information. And that, in my case, the information was used for me to escape this prison, right, of these people. Every time I understood, I was, you know, I relived a horrific thing that happened to me as a child. Well, two things happened. The person I built, the falsehood collapsed, let's call it Sylvester, I've got fondly calling that ego Sylvester, that defense mechanism, the Macy's Day Parade balloon, and the power of the darkness collapses. It loses its fuel. So the two things are collapsed. The thing that you built, Sylvester, <coughs> and exposed to the darkness, its power collapses because now you see it. So each wall that you face, they're collapsed, but then you are blossomed. A little shoot of your plant comes up out of the ground because now you can begin to flourish because that power has been removed, that threat. And then the person that was built under the, the threat of that darkness. And <clears throat> every time this happens, the soul that was abandoned in that overwhelm begins to grow. So these walls, <clears throat> why it's important to go, you know, to go in, to use them, to, to work with the medicine, especially if it's severe trauma, is that you cannot, I, I do not believe, and again, I could be completely wrong, but my own belief is that these energetic forces are so powerful. There is no way an ape on the other, you know, in a chair with a clipboard is going to, another ape can't do it. This, these are realms of, yeah, of power, which are huge. You have to face the darkness and these energetic forces with an energetic force that is equal, if not more powerful. If you're enclosed or imprisoned. So, yeah. If you turn around and decide to go home, which is the path of facing the resistances that live within you to the trauma, you know, then expect constant dissolution, but then information. And then dissolution of that relationship, of the person you built in that relationship, and the growth of yourself, which to me was is very unfamiliar and weird and slightly unnerving because it's like, well, what the fuck happens now, right? But again, the medicine is always there. 
to guide you. We think that we're safe if we just agree and submit, but actually that's the most dangerous place to be. In the same way that we believe if I show up as this cover of strength and etc., that somehow nothing will hurt me. But actually, you're at your most vulnerable when you put up facades. You're actually at your most powerful when you're vulnerable and you're aware and you see. So it really is like a reverse cooking of a cake. Um, And ultimately, the freedom, right? The freedom to not be imprisoned by your trauma, the freedom to not be imprisoned by forces that terrify you, that threaten you, and to come, you know, the freedom to surrender to this incredible energetic thing, mystery, I don't know what you want to call it, Paddington, that moves everything. And to find love and freedom. I mean, I think in trauma, that's, that is the great healer. You know, you don't have to get up and make for the, a joke for the king in case he slight, you know, cuts your head off to not be on the run, right? I think that guy in the boat was brilliant. He was like, what the fuck? I left, you know, Cadiz on this boat (laughs) and I've woken up and I realized I don't want to be on this boat anymore. That motivation is over. I've un, you know, I've opened up the veil. You've got to know where where all of you is coming from, where your motivation is coming from. Sometimes it takes a very long boat trip. (laughs) Bye.